land to give a damn. I'm your host, Lindsay Evans. What's up, guys? Happy Native American Heritage Day. That's right. Today is the day where we celebrate all of the Native Americans and all of the people who killed them can go straight to hell. You know, I have an affinity for the Indians because when I went away to summer camp, I was put in a tribe. That's right. They divided all the children in summer camp into different tribes, and I was on the Navajo tribe, and ever since I've identified as a Navajo. So, with that, I have great respect for the heritage, and I love the Indians and embrace them and love what they've done for us, including and not limited to A, teepees, and B, skin hides of animals and PETA don't come for me I've already thought of it I'm thinking vintage I'm not thinking let's currently kill animals anyone who knows me knows that every boyfriend I've had has been a hunter I've broken up with on that premise okay no but you guessed it yesterday was Thanksgiving and today is now followed by National American Heritage Day and Black Friday they are sharing a holiday and that's almost more disrespectful than what we did to the Indians. But putting that aside, um, it's, I have never been more tired in my life. And I've hosted things before, everyone. But this was my first time hosting Thanksgiving. And uh, what's more embarrassing about how tired I am is that I didn't even cook. I did not lift a finger on cooking. Now, I did prepare a charcuterie board and I did make breakfast this morning and my arms are so tired, it's so pathetic from COVID that because I've just been typing in a computer instead of like, you know, being at people's houses and stuff so much more and lifting boxes and all the things I would normally do, my arms are like jello. And I've also been working out. So I'm like, what is the circumstance where uh, my arms are tired from lifting dishes? Pathetic. Anyway, um, we had a great time. We had my in-laws over, my brother-in-law over, his dog, my parents. Then my parents stayed the night, and we chilled with them the whole next day today, and um, we had a really good time. So it's been a ton of fun, but holy cow, I have such newfound respect for all the mamas and the papas out there who host people every year and you know, like are up making breakfast in the morning, like chipper as can be. And I'm like, does anyone have caffeine pills? Because I'm trying to get um, Saved by the Bell style addicted to caffeine pills like Jesse. Did you guys see that Saved by the Bell is coming back? And I guess we're just like forgetting that Elizabeth, what's her name, who played Jesse, um, was in a stripper movie. I guess we're just like overlooking that because she was basically blackballed for that from the industry. And... The other thing that I'm noticing about her is all the press she's doing has been like really positive. Like on like everyone's like, "Oh, it's so nice to see her back in the business." And I'm like, "Well, you guys kicked her out, you dicks." You know? Like I don't think she chose to go away. But anyway, I'm excited for that to come back, but I'm like, "Do I want to go there or do I just want to leave it as a perfect moment in time?" Sometimes I don't like to revisit things from my childhood. Like I don't want to know that the little mermaid is f- filled with like you know, like like penis drawings and stuff like I just rather not know I I want to I want to look away I want the ignorance is bliss because so many of my things 
let me try that again. Because so many of the things in my life I don't turn a blind eye to. It's like, let me live, okay? Anyway, I'm just, I, I don't even think I'm hungover. I didn't drink that much. I just, um, I didn't drink much at all, honestly. I just am like, uh, I have never been so tired in my life. And I think it's just the pressure of kind of making sure everyone's having a good time and constantly taking the temperature of the room and constantly making sure the music's right and the heat's right and the lighting's right and the floor's clean. My dog is shedding so much. And then when the other dog comes over and they play together, it's just like, wild animals I mean it's like it's literally like Carol Baskin is in my family room so uh but enough about me it was glorious we have so much to be thankful for this year two of my guests got terrible stomach aches and let me tell you you want to be off the hook for people getting terrible stomach aches don't make any food I cannot imagine how tired I would feel if I were cooking for days. Like, to the people who are out there who do that and also have young children, like, hats off to you. I've never felt more respect. I mean, I, too, have a young son. But he pretty much, uh, to be honest with you, he does not leave me alone in the kitchen. He's He jumps up on my waist in the kitchen and sometimes claws at me. It's pretty violent, honestly. But, um for the most part, he will let me like set up the table and stuff. And so I can get a little bit of room that way, but it's exhausting. The Thanksgiving prep. And then, and then you go straight into Christmas. Everyone's like, let's get a Christmas tree. Wes is like, we're not getting a Christmas tree today. And I said, you know what? Uh, This is why I married you because you're right. We are not getting a Christmas tree today. What am I? God, I I can't pull that off. I can't conceptualize a whole new look. I mean, if you saw my Thanksgiving concept, I can't reimagine a whole Christmas concept in a day. Actually, I could. I, like, have it halfway prepped already. I'm really into the giant, big ornaments this year. The ones that are, like, bigger than snow globes. I don't know why. I just am feeling them. So I think I've just sort of never discovered them before. And now I'm, like, finding them out and about. And it's, like, literally a hitting, finding hidden treasure when I when I find one. And Home Goods has been really good for those. And Michael's. And so, anyway, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm If I go on and on, my apologies, as I'm... I I literally blacked out with exhaustion and I'm drinking a vodka. So it could be one way or another. Anyway, the holidays are a great time to call it like you see it. And so today at dinner, I decided to bring up an issue to my parents that have been bothering me. I said to my parents, I said, so are you confused? Because it seems as though you think that you don't ever swear if you're expecting me to never swear. And... The clarification I received was, no, 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 just not on public media. Oh, I see. So don't be myself in front of others. Noted. Noted. I'm just kidding. You guys know I love my fam. But yeah, I'm respectfully declining that suggestion. Okay, moving right along. So speaking of the Native American Heritage Day, do you guys remember a little song that went a little something like that? I will spare you my vocal warm-up, but here's how it went, okay? And I did have to look up the lyrics because, no, I'm not a wizard. Ready? I'm an Indian outlaw. Wow, this is low. Let me try this again. I'm a... uh, uh, I'm an Indian outlaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. All my friends call me Bear Claw. Shout out, Grape. The village chief is my papa. He gets older from my mama. 
She makes me walk the line. You can find me in my wigwam. I'll be beating on my tom tom. Pulling out the pipe and smoking some. I pass it around. Okay, you get the idea. And no, that was not pre rehearsed. So I realize it's a little wild. Uh, but that is a legend, Tim McGraw. And what he's really known for is his passion for cocaine. No, I'm kidding. But what he's really known for is, you know, well, music, duh. But he got in trouble for that song, and I think we can all see why. However, now he has reached a new level of infamous. And I just felt that on National American Heritage Day, it was a great day to sort of tie this all together because his daughter has Gracie, who is 21 or 22, has posted a photo on her social media. uh, I'm sorry, a video. I sound geriatric. A video where she is on a stripper pole uh, wiggling around in her underwear. And she says that this is about embracing a body that she used to hate and now has grown to love. And I would invite you all to check out that video um, in your spare time and form some thoughts around it because I have wondered if, are we going too far with this whole uh, love your body no matter what thing? I don't know that loving your body means putting your body on a stripper pole and wiggling around in your undies. I'm not sure that that's needed, but I'm also not trying to shame. I don't know where I land on that one. Like, I, I suppose, I suppose, it, your body, your choice, I suppose, but I just think things like that are not great to do at that age, because your brain, scientifically, even though science is like an educated guess, uh, is not supposedly fully formed, and I just, mm, is it a good decision to put your panties on the, un, on the, <laughs> is it a good decision to put your panties on the internet, on the stripper pole? Probably not. It's just a guess of mine. But then again, like maybe she's going to have an alternative career like Bella Thorne. I'm kidding. You know, what's that? What's that app that all the kids are on now? They do this. uh, They do their naked photos. You know, the ones only fans. Yes, yes, yes. Only fans. Yeah, the kids are on that and they're wiggling around. And so maybe she'll have a career there or elsewhere. But, you know, I I want everyone to feel good in their body. That's for sure. But um, it was it was a bit alarming. And honestly, it's only I'm like, is she just trying to get Instagram followers? Because this does draw attention. And then so then I'm like, what are the other kids like? By the way, this girl does not look like either of them. Faith Hill or Tim McGraw, either of her parents. None of the kids do. And they all seem really uh, they kind of just look like what you would imagine would be cast in a film or a TV show as a troubled teen. They all kind of have that look, like depressed, brunettes, sunken eyes, you know. So I'm a little worried about them, but um, I'm sure they're thankful for their family. Nonetheless, it is Thanksgiving after all, and probably thankful for the royalties from that, you know, Chippewa Papa song. And so I'm okay. So we're done. So next thing. I don't know if you guys have been watching Dancing with the Stars, um, but I'm about to have a spoiler in terms of who won, so turn it off now if you don't want to hear. But honestly, if you're catching up on Dance with the Stars this late in the game, I you must be out of TV, friend. Okay, 
So, Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette and Bachelor One. And that shit is rigged. I'm telling you. That Neve guy was a great dancer. She's a good dancer, but that Neve guy was so good. And honestly, Nelly was good. That Also, Justina Machado was really good. But um, my favorite was Nelly. I voted for him, but the voting had already closed. And I... There was something about her during this whole thing. It's like she was almost being so polite. She didn't seem like she had any personality during this whole thing. So I just don't believe that she won. Although the Instagram is a powerful thing. And maybe she's got all the hoes following her. I'm not sure. I I do believe she has a young audience that's like real, you know, like myself. (laughs) That's real um, involved in her life. And I know everyone knows this is her dream. But maybe it's just the network saying, hey, we really effed up when we slut shamed you for like a year on the Bachelor franchise, and this is us making up for it. Either way, I wouldn't want this kind of win. I wouldn't want it because I'd be like, is this, like, did I really win? Like, is this really real? And anyway, she's like, you made my dreams come true, and a psychic had told her, like, oh, dancing is going to be a big part of your life. And so anyways, I'm just, uh, the next thing I'm telling you is going to be a music video with her dancing. She already released a song. I just did two. Um, it's called Indian Papa. Just kidding. And I'm, I'm telling you in the next in the next song, it's going to be about dance or dreams coming true. And I'm always really fascinated when people can write about the positive moments in their life because I feel like there's so much more emotion that comes from hard times in your life than what comes from good times in your life. So, but, you know, call me a pessimist. So in the middle of this Dancing with the Stars, I see, I think, I think it was in the middle of Dancing with the Stars. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I see that Khloe Kardashian is advertising a medication called, I, I wrote it down, it's called Nurek, and it's for migraines. I looked it up. It's for migraines. Yes, I did my research. Okay. So now we have Khloe Kardashian selling jeans, collagen, and migraine medication. And is it me, or does this seem like the days when Kim was shuffling Midori uh, when she doesn't even drink? And remember when they were also selling, like, oh, God, what was that stuff? Quick Trim. That's what it was. It was like an instant diet weight loss thing that probably caused, you know, diabetes or something terrible, cancer, any of the above. Um, I had a stint with a weight loss uh, supplement. It was called Ally. And what it would do was it would make you, I, I think it would extract all the fat from your food so you wouldn't absorb fat in your body. So literally, you would... Well, it's really gross. It's really gross. But let's just say things were leaking and it was back to the old fashioned diet and exercise I went. Okay? Very good. And by the way, I had friends use it and the same thing happened to them. So it was not just me. But I think it's like for anorexia, basically. That's that's the only people I can imagine using it is people that are not, you know, ever people that are just like shutting themselves in and not eating because you literally cannot go out. It's so unpredictable what could happen. Okay, anyways. 
Well, the AMAs happened. There were a lot of award shows lately, and they all suck. The AMAs happened. People's Choice happened. Basically, they're unbearable. But especially because of COVID. I mean, they're not unbearable. They're unbearable because of COVID. Um, The no interaction during the award show and then having to watch the little stupid skits with the stupid writing and then you know not seeing the fun part is seeing people's reactions to like the funny host at the beginning I will say that Taraji um, hosted and she did awesome I thought and I liked about four out of her ten outfits so that's where we stood Um, but she looks great and I thought she was super fun and I didn't I haven't really seen that side of her I worked with her on a movie like literally the second job in my career and I prepped some of her stuff for a fitting, and we apparently were the same size at the time, so I, like, tried on some stuff that she might fit into, but it was, like, an indie film, so nothing you would know and nothing I'm going to waste your time with. Okay, anyways, the whole reason I watched the AMAs is because of Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, and she introduced him like she hated him, and he seemed really nervous, and I thought, well, this takes me back to a time when, you know, someone you'd like would be in the audience or something, at whatever like a sports game or performance or whatever the case may be and you're just extra wanting to perform well because the person's there and then you kind of like don't do as well because you're like not fully letting go and being yourself well that's what happened here he had a great performance at the vmas when she wasn't there then she was here this night and he looked a little bit like deer in the headlights and i felt for him but overall i'm still so obsessed with the album now dan and shay showed up and dan always looks great he's the real smiley looking chipmunk one um his clothes are always skin tight and so are shay's honestly and shay looked like a tampon he was wearing a white turtleneck and you know in general he is he's the one with the long hair he's the skinnier one and then dan is the shorter more chipmunk looking one and um shay needs to use a hair tie you know if there were ever an appropriate time for a man bun it's shay's hair and there was a lot of need for hair ties i i don't i feel like goody you know the hair tie brand goody they do like bobby pins hair ties they need to start sponsor like doing Instagram partnerships with guys because Shay could use some someone else that could use them was Sean Mendez. He was basically sporting a perm and <laughs> his hair is so long. You guys, I don't even know what to say. It's so long and so hairsprayed and it's like quaffed and I just I don't know what is happening, if I'm still supposed to believe this person is straight, which, by the way, doesn't matter to me. But what I found interesting about him was that he performed with Justin Bieber, and they both supposedly used to pork Haley Baldwin. Well, Justin's married to her, and now um, Sean Mendez is performing with Justin, her now husband. And I'm thinking, no straight guys would do this. This is like, there is no world in which... An ex-boyfriend and a current husband would perform together. I don't care how cool they are. But they obviously were not very cool because they didn't interact at the end of the performance. Did you catch that? So, I don't know. Talk about drama. And then no one reports on this stuff. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only one catching this. I know you guys know. My people out there, I know that you notice. If you're paying attention. 
Anyways, Justin Bieber and I have the same style, I've realized. A beanie, a flannel, and baggy jeans. And I, this is when I had a come-to-Jesus moment that I'm starting to look like a lesbian. I don't wear anything tight anymore. I shop in the men's section, and I love the lezzies. But I'm a, I'm a straight female, and I would like my husband to remember that from time to time. So, um... I think I need to tighten it up. So this whole week, I've even been sleeping in tight things. Like, I'm sleeping in, like, a tight t-shirt instead of an oversized t-shirt. Just to, like, be like, hey, I'm a woman that, like, has some sort of a body. I'm not just, like, a blob anymore. And um, that seems to be working in my favor. But I won't give you too many details there. Now, Sierra, um, she, I mean, of the Sierra dresses, this one was bad it red like why why did we need it i don't think we did it's like give me the sierra when she came out i think it was vanity fair in the pink blush oh boy was it ralph and russo it was beyond and i know robin mariel who style j-lo do sierra and i don't know what the hell happened but I think everyone kind of says fuck it to these award shows now because it's like, well, it's more casual because there are no people. And if, you, if you're overdressed, like Megan Fox, who was wearing um, like a silk dress or a set, uh, not satin. Was it satin? No. I don't know. I think it was a very heavy silk. It was shiny. That's my point. It was shiny. It was dark green. She practically looked like a Christmas present. But she was just appropriately dressed. She was almost, almost, almost overdressed. She really was. It's almost like she dressed like the old days when, like, other people were allowed to be around you. Like, how prehistoric, you know? No, 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 no. She was a little too overdressed. And it's mainly because Taraji, the host, was pretty casual in her attire. Like, she came out in sneakers and stuff. And she looked really cute. But, like, it was just a more dressed-down occasion. And Sierra, I thought, fit the bill of that, like, not being super up. But uh, Megan was just under. She just beat the buzzer there. That was a buzzer beater. Now, the weekend, um, I can see why Selena Gomez broke up with him. Because, wow, he seems unstable. He showed up in face bandages. And I thought, is this like a statement on plastic surgery? Honestly, if anyone's making a statement about anything right now, it's like, we've had enough statements this year. I've heard it all this year. Don't try to come up with a statement at an award show now. Like, anything anyone could say possibly matters other than COVID, politics, maybe religion and freedom. Like, done. Those are our issues this year. I do not accept any others. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's trying to make a statement about drunk driving. Well, that's great. Did you know that we're not allowed to leave our houses? So driving is irrelevant. Thank you. Thanks very much. Obviously, drunk driving is important to me. But I don't want to think about it this year. Let's tackle that in 2021. Okay, so then J-Lo performed um, at the AMAs. And of again, of the J-Lo performances, she kind of phoned it in. And I'm fine with it. Honestly, I get that she's the hardest working person in Hollywood. Believe me, I see it. We all see you. You're working. Take a break, sister. But um, she was being honored for, I don't know, some sort of icon award or something, which was wonderful. And you know, she's my favorite. You know it. You know it. And I'm always up for a J Lo award. I'm always up for a J Lo performance. But it's almost like 
She was like, shit, I have to do a performance because I'm getting this icon award. All right, I'll do something easy. I'll lay on a table and I'll just be naked. Uh, throw some lights on me with stripes. I'll pretend I'm in prison. It'll be great. It'll be great. So Wes was watching this with me. And we don't normally, well, I guess we do. We have watched award shows together before. But anyway, he says, this is the kind of thing my mom would have fast forwarded when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, my God, hilarious. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, well, she just would have thought this is like way too sexy. And he was like, like, this reminds me of something Paula Abdul would do. And I'm like, first of all, wow, you're dating yourself. Paula Abdul was ahead of my time. And I just want to remind you that you robbed the cradle when you got me. Okay. And second of all, um, were you like a big Paula Abdul fan? He's like, no, I just like, I knew that Paula Abdul was sexy and not that I found her sexy, but, like, I knew that sexy meant bad, and because it was bad, I only wanted to, like, watch it and, like, see her more. And I'm like, but you're not really interested in Paula Abdul? He's like, no, not at all. Anyway, I'm thinking of dressing up as Paula Abdul for Christmas. Tell me what you guys think. And doing, like, a little dance. I thought it could be his Christmas gift. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what song I should do. I think it'd be hilarious. Maybe I should do it for the gram. Maybe I'll do it for the gram. Jeff and Greta won't like that one. Okay, and so, you know, this reminds me of my... One thing that we really have in common is the way our moms were, because they're so funny, because, like, I love that song, Bitch. Well, Wes and I are both sort of, like, um, into being bad, and him more than I, because he was skating with 21-year-olds at, like, the age of 10, and I was just, like, listening to Hanson. But that's a tale for another time. So I was really into the song, Bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. You know the one. So Greta would... These are in the days of radio, folks. Radio and CDs. But our car... I don't think our car had a CD player at that time. Maybe it did. I don't know. But anyways, like, right on the brink. Early 90s. And... Uh, the song Bitch would come on and I would get just absolutely a tingle from down under for this song. I was like, this song is the tits. I was so excited when it came on. And then she would fast forward when the chorus hits. I'm a bitch. She, she goes, it would go, I'm a, she pressed a button, fast forward. And then it'd be child, I'm a mother. So I miss the whole meat of the song. Can you imagine? One time I remember I had friends in the car. They were coming over after school. And I didn't have really that many close friends when I was growing up because I was I was an only child. And so I was really excited to have like a couple of friends coming over, but wasn't that close with them yet. And I believe this was third grade. So I want to say I'm like eight or something. And anyway, she pulls this fast forwarding nonsense during my new friends being over and I'm like is there anything you could do that would make me look more uncool right now now the hilarious thing is that Greta now loves this song and she wants to listen to it all the time and I'm like do you mind you're not allowed to listen to it lady turn it off that's for virgin ears only if there was any part she should have fast forwarded it was I'm a goddess on my knees now I know what that means uh, didn't then, though. Didn't then. Didn't know that in third grade. So she was doing something right, that G. And, you know, I God bless. I love her. I, she was doing a great job. And she was a young mother. Let's not forget that, folks. 
That Meredith York? What's her name? That's Wes's ex-girlfriend. Hold on. That's not her. Meredith Marks? Mer no, that's a housewife. Meredith Bitch. Using the good old interweb. Meredith Brooks! I was close. She is a freaking shaman because the first line of her song goes a little something like this. I hate the world today. And I just have to say that I too hate the world today. And I feel like, did she know that 2020 was going to be such a dumpster fire? <sighs> I wish someone had warned us, you know. It was quite the buildup. Oh, it's going to be the roaring 20s. It's going to be like prohibition all over again. Well, it's sort of like opposite. It's like, no, you can, you can only stay in your home and drink as much as you want. Not the other way around. So, um, good stuff. She also says in this song, oh, here it is. So take me as I am. This may mean you'll have to be a stronger man. Rest assured that when I start to make you nervous and I'm going to extremes, tomorrow I will change and today won't mean a thing. And if this were ever a song about a woman on her period, I'd think there is no better song about a woman on her period. This is like, yes, tomorrow I will change and I'm going to extremes because I just got my freaking period today and I'm feeling 55 different emotions at one time. Anything else? Leave me alone, but give me a hug. Really irritated. Wait, why are you leaving? I want to kiss. Can you bring me some food? What are you getting? Tacos? Disgusting. I don't want to smell tacos. Wait, what did you get? Nachos? Oh, I'll, I'll take some nachos. I'm bored. What are you doing? Watching TV? Ugh. I'm so sick of TV. Wait, put on a movie for me. Can you put on breakfast at Tiffany's? Thanks, babe. I love you. Let's go do something. I'm too tired. I don't want to. I'm so tired. You don't understand how tired I am. I'm bleeding from my womb. Uh, I'm so hot in here. I need, but well, like, will you get me the heating pad because it's supposed to be good with my cramps, babe? I'm getting too hot from the heating pad. Will you open the window, babe? I'm cold because the window's open. God bless Wes Evans. This is what he has to deal with. And I tell my family, I say, every day is a winding road with me in this home because my emotional journey is... I, I, I'm, I'm starting to think that through COVID, I'm a schizophrenic because I, I too have multiple personalities. It's not just you, Meredith. I have multiple personalities and it's not just one week of the month, okay? It's practically, it's every couple hours a day, so... Very good. Well, that just killed a couple minutes. Um, hopefully you enjoyed that. And I'm going to take a break and come back to this tomorrow morning because I am just running out of steam heat. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Love ya. Well, I'm back. Thanks for your patience, guys. I know that was a whole one second for you. Um, I said to Wes this morning, I was like, Oh my god. Actually, yesterday morning, because I'm now recording this on Sunday night, so we're a little bit later than I thought I would be. But I said to him, oh my god, I think I have a cold. And you know, now you don't want to, this is a dirty little secret that you don't want to admit to anyone that you have a cold, because everyone's like, does she really have a cold, or does she have COVID? She's reckless over there. And um, so... 
I said to Wes, like, gosh, I'm really not feeling well this morning. I feel so swollen and tired. And he's like, hun, that's called a hangover. I said, no, I'm not hungover. When I'm hungover, my tummy is shaky. My hands are shaking. My anxiety is skyrocketing. Hashtag 33. And it's just really not cute. This was like, I felt like I could not move my arms, my whole body. I felt so sick, stuffy, but it went away. I don't know. I'm just hoping that it stays that way. So hmm. anyways, um, that hence the delay. I was hoping to have this out on Sunday night, but I guess that's not happening. So cheers. Uh, hoping for a Monday release. Anyways, um, so in the meantime, you guys, a lot's happened. There's been a lot that's happened. A lot has happened. And I just wanted to say, speaking of last episode, when I mentioned the Mormons, I wanted to mention some other Mormons. Julianne and Derek Huff. I watched their Christmas sing-along, I believe it was called, Disney Christmas sing-along. And wow, does that feel like an incestual relationship? I know that they went away to like dance school together. I just find them truly fascinating because I'm like, what a weird life. They're like one of a million siblings. They go away to dance school together in Europe. That's all I know. And some at some point they come back, but they're literally like a little husband and wife. And, you know, I wonder if they have like the twin dynamic where it's like their own brother-sister relationship is dysfunctional. So therefore, it's hard for them to carry on another relationship. Not shading twins. Not all twins are this way, but some are. And I just think that... You know, nothing solidified it more for me than when I watched this Disney sing-along or dance-along or whatever the hell. I think it was a sing-along. And let me just say that it wasn't anything we needed on our televisions. But God bless. And their partner dancing together. Now, I never watched them on Dancing with the Stars when they were like like some of the pros, right? So I never watched them during that. But I missed, I missed the days of the Whitney and the Lindsay on the Dancing with the Stars. I really do. Now we have Alan and Sasha. Sasha's got to go. He reminds me of a Furby or a troll doll. No joke. I think it's his hair. Anyway, so I never saw them during that. So I don't really know their interaction there. But now they're like seasoned. Prof- I mean, they're so- they're really talented at hosting. I will give them that. Like their hosting dynamic and like interaction and making like all the goofy shit work that you have to say in those little segments that are like so lame. They really make it work. They sell it and it's cute and it's like brother, sistery, funny, and it's not dumb. They really, really do a good job. So I just want to say that's very impressive to me because I don't think that's easy. Um, but their intro dancing where they did, the, it, it, it was like all the choreography. I'm guessing there was like a baseline of like, do not make this sexual at all. This is Disney. But it was so boring because I'm like, what is the point of this that I'm watching? They're really just like kicking and jumping on like the Disneyland stuff not set but you get it town the little town of Disneyland but it wasn't in anything int- it wasn't like on the by like the Dumbo ride or like by Space Mountain I just found the dance that they did together really weird and pointless and like a, a little bit incestual not that it was at all sexual but I'm just like why are they dancing together like this isn't something I need to see like a brother sister 30 plus year old duo flipping each other it's weird sorry it's weird 
It's weird. And so for that reason, I really wonder what happened with that Julianne Huff marriage, other than her being a lesbian now, which cheers. God bless. But um, other than that, I feel like maybe Derek was an issue in their marriage. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. And, you know, speaking of sexualizing innocent things such as Disneyland and I tuned into the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and I find it fascinating, A, that Macy's still puts this on, especially amidst the pandemic. But what I find most fascinating about it is, one, that they can afford to do this, and two, that literally nothing to me. Now, I'm not a real like stringent watcher stringent I don't know what I'm trying to say is like I'm not a real um versed viewer in the Macy's Day parade because like I don't watch it that closely I'm like just waking up basically looking at my phone and like glancing up every now and again right and I don't watch it every year so I'm just like take this with a grain of salt everyone relax okay so I put it on and I tell Wes, record it, like I need things to podcast about and I want to address my following regarding this monumental occasion. So he puts it on and I'm just, it's, I feel like I'm thrown back in time. Well, first of all, the parade doesn't feel literally any different than it does most years. And some of you are probably going to disagree with me because you, some of you probably pay more attention. Well, that's fine. I don't pay any attention and to me this felt exactly the same. So it is what it is. Um, I thought, wow, it's like going back in time because we're returning to normal. And then also, some of the floats were incredibly dated. Like, why is Blue's Clues floating down? That's strange. And then we have the BB Rexa. We had BB Rexa on, who's a pop star that's like not very good. And I saw her at the AMAs and I thought, what the hell is happening in her career? The songs, Baby, I'm Jealous. For the who you think you are, baby, I'm jealous. Mm, mm. I mean, could you think of a dumber pop song? Like, it is so contrived and basic and not showing any musicality. And she's like a great singer. And they're just totally dialing her down. I feel like she's like a drugged robot, basically. Remember when Miley Cyrus was... um in Black Mirror, and she had that character that was a little robot person, and she was, like, trapped in a robot or something. That's, like, what it is for her. Ashley O, that was her name, and she had the little robot doll that was like, I'm Ashley. First of all, iconic role. I freaking loved all of Ashley O's songs, and to be honest with you, all of Ashley O's songs were far better than this BB Rexa Baby, I'm jealous. Oh, look who it is. My honey has brought me... Oh, God, don't give me that wine, babe. Are we out of the other kind? Yeah, I drank the rest of it. You did? Yep. That was so rude. You know I hate that one. (laughs) (laughs) You're dead to me. I texted him and I said, I want... Can you bring me another splash? And here he comes with this organic... (laughs) yeasty wine that makes me want to vomit. Babe, I don't, no, thank you. I don't even want that. You'll love it. I don't want that, honey. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. Now I'm drinking it. Uh, you know, the good thing is that 
The Ashley O music is far, far better than this wine I'm drinking. Uh, so we have that to live for. And I also feel like the Ashley O role, like, led Miley into, remember at the end of the episode where she's, like, grungy? And that totally led us into her Pat Benatar stage of where she is as also a, she is now a reformed lesbian or, or, I mean, not even reformed, but, um, like a no longer lesbian, like an Anne Heche, if you will. Miley falls in the Anne Heche category, I think. Anyway, as you know, everyone, you don't come here for the research. So point being, BB Rexa's career is going down the tubes in front of my very eyes. And I just feel like she's getting tossed around by that record label and used and abused. They told her she needed to lose weight. You can tell she's lost weight. Um, her music is trash. Yet, she's doing all these appearances, probably because she's a portable. I feel like she's not even making any money. I feel like she's getting in synced, not making a dime. So my main concern is that Macy's NBC, whatever freaking network that's on, is sexualizing the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Because you get a pop star who no one really knows, but you're kind of paying attention to be like, oh, who's this? Yeah, I can hear my parents saying, Who's this? Do you know her? I'm like, not really. And they're like, Carol G? Who's that? Becky. It's There's always a letter at the end. Becky G? Jesse J? I mean, all these girls. I'm like, want to be successful? Here's a tip. Don't put a letter at the end of your name. No one likes anyone with a letter at the end of their, their name. I would know. I was a Lindsay N growing up. There was a Lindsay N and a Lindsay P. And I said to everyone all the time, I said... Why are you calling me Lindsay N? She moved here after me. Just call me Lindsay and her Lindsay P. Get it? No one followed that instruction because the teacher would call me Lindsay N. I'm like, listen up, you dumb bitch. I'm Lindsay with an E. That's Lindsay P. Still better. You can see why I'm in weekly therapy. Anyway, the parade is being sexualized and it's not entertaining. We know that. I, I could not... He, I was like really trying to focus for all of you so I could get some good material out of it. Couldn't do it. Listen, I am not a patron saint of misery. So I cannot focus for things that are truly bad. And this is truly bad. I don't know why it's on. And I can tell you what, it's not a Ryan Seacrest production. I, I am curious if the Kardashians have ever been on the macy's thanksgiving day parade we know jessica simpson and nicholas shea have because we've all done our newlyweds research through covid and i know it's not just me don't don't try to act elitist so i watched a movie through covid called oh i apologize through thanksgiving oops called happiest season and it's on hulu and it's with all the good ones uh, Kristen stewart who can't act worth a dime literally cannot act most overrated i don't she has three expressions i she is dead inside speaking of an ashley o robot she's one um so there's her there's mary whoever who plays the mom in everything with will ferrell or the wife she's hilarious and a couple other people that you would recognize oh and dan um levy from from uh schitt's creek Okay, adorable. He's the best part, but he also is a one-trick pony only playing one role. And that's fine. Uh, listen, I love his one trick. 
and I'm here for it. But I'm like, are you acting or is this who you are? I always wonder that. Like, is this just like your personality? Because if this is what acting is, I'm pretty sure I could do it. Not that I want to, but I'm pretty sure I could. Okay, don't want to brag. So they're all in this movie together. It's about coming out to your family. And though I could not relate to it at all, I can somewhat relate to, you know, the expectations of, in my case, it was more like religious expectation and being held to a certain standard. And just as a woman, I think we all can relate to being held to a certain standard. And some people fall in line with that and others don't, <coughs> myself, and uh, sort of push the boundaries. And I found it so refreshing and I feel like it's a narrative that people really need to see about what it's like to come out and what it's like to be outed and uh though it wasn't like a perfect film in any way it was really likable and fun so I highly recommend that if you need something to watch this holiday season give it a go I think you'll enjoy it my family and I spent the day after Thanksgiving painting ornaments and my parents stayed over on Thanksgiving and then um, we hung out the next day and I thought, what would we all want to do if we were feeling really lazy? Like, what would we all enjoy? And Wes and my dad are pretty artistic. And so I thought, they're probably going to bitch and moan about this, but I'm going to get these goddamn ornaments and we're going to have ourselves a gay old time. And so I go to the Michaels on a Monday and Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. I go to the Michaels and I, you know, of course I done the thing where I fill up my cart online and then it expires because I didn't buy it all. And it's like, can I just say that the pandemic has ruined online shopping for me? Because Target has like 75 different ways of getting your crap. And so different things go in different buckets and you have to choose while you're putting it in your basket, how you want to deliver to you. I'm like, this is awful. What happened to the good old days of just impulse clicking? And dumping it in there and then thinking about your choices later when you got your credit card bill. I miss that. Now it's like, don't make me conscious financially while I'm doing this. And yes, I am very rich, but I don't want to think about it now. All the crap I'm wasting money on, such as candy canes and who's it's and what's it's galore. To each their own. Anyway, this year I've decided to be an elf. If there's one thing that brings me happiness... It's completely overindulging in like a project, a craft, anything creative that's new with new shit, doing a new vibe, posting videos of it. Wes on Thanksgiving was like, how many pictures are you going to post of our table? Because I, I know, I mean, I did a very beautiful table. It's just a fact. It really is just a fact. And I, I don't always do it, anything beautiful. I haven't done anything for Thanksgiving in years and so that was just a personal choice and I got very committed to it and one of my friends said oh that looks cute and I thought it's not cute it's Gorgina so get it straight you know who you are just kidding love you um so I go to the Michaels on the Monday I drop 200 and I'm like man these one dollar wooden ornaments really add up um but anyway it was it was a buttload of laughs it really was we had a great time everyone's ornaments turned out so good yes I was their mentor yes I was 
their setup instructor, and it made me think, I will be a great mom one day if I'm ever cursed with children. And on that note, I want to say, happy December, everyone. I cannot wait to talk to you the rest of this month, tell you about my elf-like adventures. Wes and I are actually going out of town next week, so I was thinking maybe we could do a couples podcast together. That might be fun. I don't know how it will work, but I thought it might be fun. Um, anyway, I love ya. Let me know if you enjoy getting this podcast on a Monday. Subscribe so you always know when I have a new episode. Rate. Give me that five-star rating. It helps me so much with visibility, you guys. You have no idea. Review. Just write two words. I love you. That's three, but you get the idea. And finally, share. Share this Share this podcast to your Instagram story. Let the hoes know what's up. Okay, love you guys. Have a good week. Bye.